0818-715-815. Hello, good afternoon, and a very welcome to Liveline. 51551 is our text number and joe at rt.ie. Verena Thompson. Verena, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Joe. How are you? Good, thanks. And more importantly, how are you and your daughter, Ashling? Because you contacted us after yesterday's discussion about cannabis. Yeah, it, um, yeah it, it, we do welcome the Citizens' Assembly. I think um, it'll be good to raise discussions on mm-hmm. alternative treatments, for not just for cancer, but for mental health. When people are using and abusing drugs because of pain. And I do think because, you no, know, I, I, I believe it's the same as, you know, alcohol. It's how you use it. We can use alcohol to relax. You know, some people can abuse it. It's the same with medicinal stuff. It's, you know, cannabis. And, you know, so I, I just think we d- I have no idea what, what it's like for my daughter. And I'm her mum. And I have no idea what it must be like. So I have to accept. I can't even try to understand because I only know my own journey as her mum. And I have to accept that hers is horrendous and to support her to find ways that mm-hmm. she can find things to use, not misuse, but to use to benefit her and to give her a peaceful life. Yeah. And Ashling is just 17. Um, how did Cannabis Isle come, come into your life? Um, well, we heard of it through um, um, a kind of an unofficial support group um, that mm-hmm. we have. Um, and it, it was actually maybe quite common or common in the sense that maybe you know you'd have half who haven't needed to turn to us and then half who've said you know what it's worth giving it a go um we didn't find any bad effects nothing mm. bad has happened to anybody from trying it it gives a lot of people peace relief from pain um, and there are of course from misusing any substance there are yeah. going to be you know for the general public there's always going to be psycho you know it's going to work on your psyche and it's going to of course there's that risk but there's that risk with there's a risk with anything I think you know even Ashling likes to have a bit of honey in her coffee and I'm thinking right and dear, watch how much honey she's putting in and how much coffee is having like, we can misuse anything but she's exceptionally wise I suppose in mm-hmm. how she needs to look after herself and mind herself and there's nothing that she's had that she's misused, including her prescription drugs, which were yeah. the Oxy drugs, the Oxy Norm and the okay. Oxy Cotton. She never abused them and they were readily available to her. And if people knew how many we had in the house at that, at that time, you know, they'd have been, they'd have been a wanted mm. drug on the, on the street. So And, and Verena, what, what is Ashling's condition that demands such uh, strong medication on the floor? You mentioned OxyContin and... Um, so, Ashling was 15 when she first started getting sick, um, and the signs were, you know, a paleness, a weakness, weight loss. Um, we were told it was a virus, and okay. it would take some time for her to recover from it. And we we took that, and we said, okay, because you don't think it's ever anything more serious. And we took that, and then the lockdowns happened, and. You know, it was we were still linking with the medical practitioners at the time, and it was still seen as a virus. You know, there was nothing. Yeah. And now, when we look at childhood cancer symptoms, we can see them all, but you just never think cancer. And unfortunately, at the time, she was trying her best to do what her peers do, mainly because she didn't want to look like a drama queen. Or, you know, it was in her mind, it was just a virus, and she was saying, "God, don't be so ridiculous. Get up and get active and yeah. do what you need to do." But she was exhausted. Um, and it wasn't until she was 16 through A&E that uh, she got a chest x-ray and there was an 8 centimeter tumour in her right lung and wrapping itself around her heart and everything and just, yeah, our world's turned upside down from there. So it was a cancer diagnosis? She initially got, um, initially they didn't know what it was mm-hmm. um, and they we, they did a biopsy. She has what's called an inflammatory myofibroblastic uh, tumour sarcoma 
um, they are very they are a rare entity in okay. in in the case of tumors they're usually benign um under um more genetic testing and stuff they discovered hers was cancerous um and it it has a genetic mutation of an alk positive gene so we're chasing the alk positive research in non small cell lung cancer to get her the drugs that she's on now and I, I know this because you, you you told you said it in your email. The prognosis is is not good. Her prognosis is treatment until progression, um, and all the research we've done, um, she can have these alk positive treatments. And for non-small cell lung cancer, they have an exceptional um, response rate. You know, with the five-year survival rate being quite significant for non-small cell lung cancer. Um, the, there's three generations of that drug available at the moment. Um, Ashling tried the first drug. Okay. We thought on average she'd get about a year b- before progression and it was five weeks and her tumour started growing again in her lungs so they did the surgery. But because the, that drug is not approved for sarcomas, it's, it's, it's designed for lung cancers and she does not have lung cancer. She has a sarcoma that just happened to start off in her lungs. And how is it, what treatment is Ashling on now? She is on a targeted uh, therapy. Um, it's called Electinib or Alakenza. It's, um, it is an exceptional drug. Um, and it does keep, it, it's technically as we like to describe it, it's, it's a sleeping pill for the cancer. Um, and it'll keep it asleep. She takes four in the morning, four at night. Um, mm-hmm. But there's a lot of side effects that come with it. Um, you know, neurological as well, even... You know, she, she'll forget, or if she's telling someone a story, I, I, I nearly have to say to Ashling, you haven't given the context, so they're not going to understand what you're talking about. And she'll she'll go back then, oh yeah, I can see what I've done now, you know, and it's it's little things like that, you know, and then the physical mm. side, the heat in her body, like, that she feels, that te- the temperature gauge can't pick up, but she feels constantly, the sweating, the headaches, the migraines, it's, it's tough on her. And what's what's Ashling's day to day routine? She can have good days and bad days. <clears throat> I think she reserves energy for the good days. She enjoys them. She gives them her all, and then mm. she could be in bed for two days after that. Um, and it's those days that nobody sees. She if she goes out and about, people say, "Jesus, she's doing brilliant." You know, she's fantastic. Mm. And, but it's it's that might be two days out of a week that she can that she can do that. But she's 17, did she go to school or college? No, it happened at around the time of COVID. Um, so she wasn't able to attend fifth year or sixth year. She should be in sixth year now. Um, and a lot, of, a lot of why she can't is just the absolute exhaustion yeah. of having everything going on. It, it's exhausting for her. Um, and also the fact that she does have some... It, like memory, like memory fog and brain fog, and she's very conscious of it, and she is afraid that it'll be picked up by others, and that people think she's not making any sense, um, and she's very conscious of that. And what difference then does the cannabis oil make to Ashling? What does she say? What what does the, what difference does it make? Ashling has peace when she has it. She can process what she needs to do for the week. She can. She can find the strength and the rest to get the motivation to plan a day where she, where her day is has meaning, where okay. she can meet friends, she can, you know, do stuff that teenagers do. Um, it's, you know, and it gives her, she can get up and clean her room because I'm not okay. doing a fur. I'm okay. doing fashion all the time. I'm like, you still need and to how be does, responsible how, for yourself. How does she ingest the cannabis oil? Um, she generally just has a little, like a jelly, a jelly sweet that she buy, we buy in the shop and okay. we cut it in half and we'd put a very, very small amount of oil on the cut jelly and we sandwich it back together and she just takes it like a tablet. She just swallows it with water. And does it make a difference? Absolutely. In what way? I see, I, I look at my daughter every day and I see fear. I see pain, mm. and it is heartbreaking. Yeah. Like it's it's 
it, it's just I can't describe it and I could try using every word and every bit of English I know to try and describe how horrendous it is but it won't work because nobody will understand nobody will understand my journey just like I'm her mother and I don't understand hers because I'm not mm. living it I just have to accept that it is horrendous because what I see is it's horrendous yeah. and when I see her as peace and been able to process and get everything together and say you know even to take ownership of her own journey and saying mom I need my hospital numbers I need the phone numbers for this I'm turning 18 soon she knows turning 18 means more responsibility and she's owning that you know and I want her to own I want her to have as much ownership over this journey as possible and as long as she doesn't misuse anything mm. and I say to her get up and face your day and like don't numb anything get up and face your day face the hardship learn from it and then you can relax and she does and okay, but it still sounds incredibly tough what what have the medics said what are, what are the what are the medics offering insofar as they can offer anything? Well, she was um, being looked at as a candidate for radiation on top of the treatment that she's on. Um, and at the moment, they've decided that to take her off treatment in order to get the radiation would just be too risky. Um, without the drug she's on, the cells will multiply really fast. Um, and because it's where the cells are is in her media sinum area, mm-hmm. which houses the heart, the main vessels, everything, and her esophagus, her spine. And these are just things we we can't risk. Like, she doesn't have... She's already had moments of wait and see, and it came back. And it came back in the worst place, in the centre of her body. So she's already done the wait and see. She doesn't have another chance. So right now she wants anything that won't harm her and will give her an extra layer of protection and comfort so that she has tools and shields mm-hmm. to help her get through the journey. Have the medics... Have, I know the medication that Ashton is on at the minute, you use the phrase, arrests the development of it. But can it, can it cure it? Can it end it? Uh, no. Um, it's, it's, it's literally just like, it, like it's a suppressant. It suppresses yeah. the cancer cells. Um, and it's... It, but it's still there. Once she comes off them yeah. drugs, the the cells will grow. It's like a, like I described to Ashton when I was trying to get her to understand what the treatment was doing was it's putting it asleep, and the sleeping pills will work for whatever length of time. It could be three weeks. It could be three months. We have no timeline on it, um, and the reason for that is they don't they don't have research on using these drugs mm-hmm. with her type of cancer because there's hardly any research on it. Because it's the type of cancer that Ashley has is very rare. Yeah, and today is rare diseases day, okay, to okay. be honest. And she has um, the inflammatory myofibroblastic sarcoma. We don't have anyone in Ireland that we've found with that diagnosis. Okay. Um, we found the family in the sarcoma group, but there's hundreds of subtypes. Um, but we haven't found anybody with the same subtype in Ireland. We found people in England, India, America, mm-hmm. but no one in Ireland. And it is a lonely cancer. It is lonely. And how did you come across this cell-based immunotherapy that's available in Spain but is, is not available through the HSE? How did you come across? Do you know, it was us looking for other options. Yeah. Um, it was us talking to other people who had gone and done it and what they got from it and you know and there's an aftercare program with it as well which focuses on mental health and nutrition which is something Ashton's big on learning about because even she says herself at 17 she doesn't know how to be like really healthy or you know Mm -hmm. to train her mind she wants as many resources as possible to use like she uses her counselling and the Purple House and Brave have been fantastic um, St. Vincent de Paul, we've used them, the Irish Cancer Society. These services are amazing. Um, and there's only so much doctors can do. I mean, their mm-hmm. hands are tied. They have to go within the HSE. So they can't recommend or not recommend um, treatments that aren't funded by the HSE. But when you're faced with... What Ashing's faced with is... Give me anything. As long as it won't harm me, give it to me because I want anything to, to mm. help me. And me watching her as her mother, like, I, I want to give her every possible chance of living 
her life to her fullest. So where does Spain stand now? I mean, you're, you're anxious. You'll try anything, as you say. Um, so, so what, are you trying to get the money to go to Spain because you say the HSE don't fund it? We, we are, yeah. We're, we're, we're going to do different fundraising events and stuff like that, you know. But I, I think, um, you see, it, it comes down to as well with this, um, with, it's the same with the cannabis. If, if somebody has an illness and they need options, we need every option to be available to them. As long as it doesn't cause harm and there's no misuse, we need to let people decide for themselves. Um, and I'm, I'm quite... I look back at myself before this level of trauma entered our home and mm. I probably would have had a very uneducated opinion on don't introduce, don't legalise anything, it's a gateway, you know. But, I mean, we have alcohol already and the trouble that causes. And even with honey, like, honey is so good for you, but you can't eat too much of it. You, you know, with, with anything, with, the, with anything. But you won't die of eating honey. No, you won't, you won't die. Mm. But a lot of people won't die from the overuse of... But a lot of people will die from the mm. overuse of alcohol and cigarettes, just normal cigarettes. I'm a smoker and yeah. I hate it. I feel like everyone's going to judge me when I light up a cigarette. I'm thinking, that girl's daughter's got cancer and she's still smoking. But I, I can't go through the pain of giving up that yeah. at the minute on top of the pain yeah, of everything of course, else. Of it's not a fight I'm ready to do. Mm. Um, and I think with, with anything, if we have free choice to have cigarettes because it's legal or a glass of wine at the end of every single day... I don't drink that much, but yeah. people how, have the right to do that. And how is Ashling in herself? She's amazing. She's got, no, she's amazing. As in, she will always get up and be positive and fight for peace. Um, she's done chasing happiness. She's learned that in life that we don't find happiness. We can only find peace. And she has learned that extremely difficult life lesson at seventeen. So she's she she searches for peace. And does she talk about the difference that cannabis oil makes to her? She does, yeah. I mean, she's here with me. You're welcome to speak to her. She's, she's happy okay. to speak. Okay, she, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's happy to speak. Be a privilege. Here you go. Okay. Here's Joe. Hello. Hi, Ashling. Joe here. Hi, Joe. How are you doing? Um, I'm, I'm doing okay for what I'm going through. I like to answer that question all the time with, oh, great, like, and yeah. I, I don't like saying, like, I'm not good. Yeah. Um, and the, the cannabis oil, what what difference do you think it makes, Ashley? Um, it's, like, the difference that I know it makes mm-hmm. is that I feel like my old self again because... It's like a recipe for disaster, all the fear and anxiety and okay. sadness. And like, I, I grieve the person who I was before my diagnosis. I was so naive and I, I do miss it and I can mm. never, I can never get that back again. So when I do have some kind of this oil, it gives me the, it makes me feel like I'm in my own skin again. And is it, is it, does it address the fear? Um, it does, yeah. yeah. I think when when I don't have it and I'm just waking up in the morning, I yeah. don't want to deal with anything. Yeah. If one little thing happens, I'll just, I'll start to break down because it's all too much. But I'm really able to get my words out mm-hmm. and really, like, talk to myself about, how I can help myself when I don't have it. Like, I I usually don't have the motivation to get up out of bed to do regular things like shower. And when I take the cannabis oil, I write down in my weekly planner, this is okay. what I'm going to do. And I start making my life something worth living. And when you say, Ashling, that what, when you're your former self, which you, you were diagnosed with, cancer when you were what 15 and uh, you were naive well, well, what do you mean by that um like 
I mean, just you kind of live life thinking I'm going to die one age uh, or one day at a very old age. Yeah. And I like it's like you only live once. You have to live life to the fullest. But now it's it's very hard to see live life to the fullest because it's literally like the Grim Reaper is going like, hey, don't forget I'm here. Hello. Like, n- nobody, like, mm. wants to hear how they could, like, die one day. Um, like, so it's it's scary to have that option yeah. facing me always. And it's scary at such a young age. It, it's terrifying. Like, I... Like, I I do have this new view on the world and I appreciate some things more. But also, like, I'm too aware, I think, at 17. Mm-hmm. Like, no 17-year-old should have to face death this early in life. Like, no. Like, nobody should at any age. But yeah. at 17, like, I'm, I'm still not even legally an adult and I feel like I'm not on the same level as my peers. In what way? Like, I, like, they're thinking about their leaving cert and college, and I'm thinking about what country can I go to next to get options to keep me alive. Yeah. Like, the the cannabis oil just, it gives me a break, because my life is just going so fast all the time, and I have so much to be dealing with. It just... It's like a pause button where I can actually sit and process. I always say it's not the drug, it's how you use it. And when you sit and process, does that not bring you back? You used the phrase there to the Grim Reaper calling you. Yeah. When you sit and process, can, can can you relax? Can you... Can you enjoy... I I can um like I like growing up the the house I grew up in it's it's so open and we talk about everything okay. and I used to be great at getting it all out because I feel so much better but it's without the cannabis oil I don't have that relief after I let it out it's just like it just builds up even more yeah. but with the cannabis oil it feels like I'm not adding to it I'm just letting it out and when I when I address it, it's like I I have power over it, unlike it having power over me. Yeah. And Ashling, have you? Is there anything that you've read, or anyone that you, I'm including your family in this, obviously? Um, anything that you've read, anything anything that's been said to you, anything that you've seen, given given the the situation, the really really difficult situation you're in. Is, is there anything that has been said, read, uh, seen that has has helped you put a, f- a better frame on where you are? Um, like, everybody's experience with this whole thing is completely different. Yeah. It's very hard to find someone who just mm-hmm. understands. Like, like yeah. as my mom says, there's no words to like use that will make someone just magically understand um so like if i was to go read something i might relate a little bit but it's still my own complete separate journey and there isn't a lot of options out there that will just give me the right answer to feel better so it's it's kind of scary because you it's like you're blindfolded and you're just kind of sent out into the world and you don't know where you're going and Ashton, where where do you want to take me in terms of this conversation? Do you like you mentioned why I look at my age, seventeen, leaving cert, everything that goes with leaving cert and holiday and the devs or whatever you do and how far ahead do you think? Can I ask you that? Or do um, you plan? I I like to plan. I like to, not plan, I like to dream about mm. having the, like, ideal good life, about having my own kids and having my own house. But, like, realistically, I I don't have the physical ability to earn uh, that much money to have my own house and keep it up. 
And even mm. with wanting to have kids, I like that's my one big thing. I really want to have my own kids yeah. because I just I just my it's been my dream since I was a kid okay. and I still have this guilt and fear that if I bring people into this world and they're joining in on my hardship and the worry of the cancer coming to get me like I feel so terrible that I would be causing someone else's pain so there's a lot of things that I drive away from to protect other people. And what do you dislike people saying? What annoys you? Um, if anything, and pro- probably something I've said to you. But, uh, uh, no, it's the, I think the thing that I hate the most about what people say is, mm. oh no, you've got enough to be dealing with. I won't, I won't tell you that. Or okay. you, like, you, like, it's they they look at me and they only see the cancer. Okay. So you want medics everyone well am I right in, in uh, surmising from what you said that you want medics and everyone has to tell you the truth as they know it. Oh yeah, 100%. Even though the truth might contain words like incurable. Yeah. Like, for me personally, I find comfort in knowing everything. And yeah. um, I feel like I have a bit more power and control over it. Yeah. Um, like, I understand some people aren't there yet to, yeah. but to the point where they just don't want to know. Like, it's, it's scary, but it's, it's life. And you've still got to find ways to use that, like in a positive form. Mm-hmm. And have you, have you heard the word incurable? Yeah, I have. I'm so sorry to hear that. Um, it's like, it's, it's okay. Like it, oh. it happens like, um, cause my like, sarcoma is so rare. Like I was asking, I was like, look, can you just give me a stage so I can kind of have mm. an understanding? And uh, all I got was, well, uh, we we don't really know, like we can't do this. And like then I got, if it was the you know the traditional lung cancer, you would be stage four. So I haven't specifically gotten a stage four yet diagnosis, but in comparison to similar cancers, mm. yeah, I've already had a spread, and my first tumor okay. was over a certain amount of centimeters. So it it does yeah. put me in the stage four group. And what gives you joy, friends? I um, love I love the way you say you have a diary. You keep a diary of. Yeah. Is, is the diary just a, of medicine, or is it a, um, a life uh, diary? I guess it's just for when life feels a bit overwhelming. And okay too much to think about in my own head. I like to see it in black and white to help right, me understand. Right, right. Um, but like, when you're asking like what brings me joy, yeah. there's, there's not a lot anymore. Um, like the whole, the friends and going out, like I had that before my diagnosis and I've lost a lot of it, but I've started to learn to appreciate the true friends and family. Like yeah. my mom, and my sister are the biggest part yeah. in my life, and I don't know where I would be without either of them. Yeah, and I'm sure they wouldn't—they don't know where they would be without you. I say, I yeah. say, it's a formidable trio. The three of you together. Yeah. And where do you, do you want to? Because you say, because you 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 say you demand and you ask for in a very civil way, obviously to be told the truth but the prospects of Spain and this private treatment um, yeah like they when, when we ask about um, stuff that uh, like they don't come up with like going over to Spain mm-hmm. uh, we just kind of get the answer of well it won't do you any harm but like they don't say yeah go for it like you get no yeah. encouragement but you just they they kind of say like it's it's up to you. 
And did any of them ever offer you cannabis oil? Um, no, none of them okay. offered. But um, when some of them, I, you know, you know, it is medically available. It's very yeah. rare, but it is medically available in Ireland. Yeah, no, I got no um, like offering on anything like that. I did ask about uh, alcohol and cannabis, and yeah. I got the same answer as I always do. It's just it depends on you. Like if they can't give a yes or no to me. But your 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 family are determined. Yeah. You're determined. Are you you determined? I am. Get, yeah. 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 Um, and how do you sleep at night? Do you do you do you sleep easy? Do you can you go to sleep easy? Can you? Or do you um, worry all the time? I know that you say the cannabis like, oil takes that edge off your worry. Yeah, it would. Uh, the only nights where I really have a good night's sleep is if I have cannabis oil or okay. maybe a sleeping tablet to help me. Yeah. But other nights, it's it's like up till all hours in the morning. I just. I'm exhausted, but I just cannot get asleep. And are you in pain, Ashley? Um, yeah, I I would be in pain. Yeah, I do get like um, pain from my past surgeries. I have nerve damage, headaches, just body aches all over. Um, like I, there's so many symptoms that I just kind of live with. Like I have constantly that. Sometimes I even forget about because they just never leave. Yeah, yeah. And you know, you know, once you talk publicly about your circumstance and and Verena, your mother as well, um, you will get people saying different things, religion, um, Mm -hmm. acupuncture. I don't know. You you know yourself, like yeah. Um, have you any belief in anything like that? Um, I, I don't know exactly what I believe in at this point of my life. Um, I want to believe in something, but I yeah. haven't pinpointed exactly what I do believe in. But I'm 100% open to, like, putting the work in to yeah. get the benefits of all those things. Yeah. How did you become so wise? I don't know. <laughs> I'm, 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 see, part of me is thinking, on the one hand, you, you remember where you said to me at the start about I was naive when I was 15? Yeah. Now you're, now you're I don't think anyone listening would, would um, say anything other but that you're extra, an extraordinarily uh, wise and calm person for what you're going through. But it would, uh, you, you would rather be a normal 17-year-old. That's the awfulness of it on the one hand you're very wise because of what you're going through and how you're able to articulate it on the other hand do you do you 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 must wish for i wish i was under pressure for my leave and certain i wish i was whatever all the pressures and stresses and fun and challenges that 17 year 17 year olds have Are, are you aware of the impact you make on people ashley um, I, I do think so, because I do, I, I get people coming back to me and saying that, uh, like, oh, like, even parents come to my mom and after seeing my page and they go, oh, like, thank you, like, it, you're such an inspiration. And yeah. I do, I do genuinely feel like I have inspired some people okay. in any ways, even... Yeah, some newly diagnosed people okay. would come to us for yeah. advice. And then what they'd be in a total and complete panic, especially if they get a difficult diagnosis at the start, and they come to you just to what say you you're on that journey. How is it going? Or um, yeah, like um, a lot of people have a lot of different questions. Like, um, and a lot of people think that uh, their questions are uh, very like intrusive or mm-hmm. um, just like not smart. But like it's. I always say to people, just ask the questions because it'll eat away at you. And yeah. I'm always 100% open to answering anybody's queries. Okay, Ashling. Uh, Sarah wants to talk to you, if, if you don't mind, for a sec. Sarah, you're you're listening to Ashling. As so many yeah, people Yeah, I are. do. I yeah. do. Hi, Ashling. Sarah, um, yeah. 
Yeah, I, Ashling, I, I just wanted to thank you for coming on. You're, I'm just, I'm blown away by um, how powerful and eloquent you are at explaining your story. It's really touching, and um, I couldn't, I couldn't not take the time to thank you. Um, I've learned so much from you um, in the last couple of minutes. Um, really, it's transformative. Um, and you're you're an amazing person. I work with young adults, um, you know, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen year olds yeah. in in a college, and you know, I I feel that so many people, especially other young adults, have so much to learn from you. Um, I think you this this um, terrible thing that you're experiencing has obviously drawn out a strength and a composure that is uh, it's so inspiring. So I hope that you. You continue on to to share to share your story because it's um, yeah it's hugely impactful. So thank you. Thank you. The the words really do mean so much to me. Okay, Sarah, thanks indeed. Thanks indeed, Sarah, because you're articulating okay. what so many people are saying. I need to take a a, a short break, Amy and Verena, and I'll talk to you after this. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Uh, Verena uh, Thompson and her daughter Ashley contacted us. It was on foot of our discussion yesterday about cannabis, but the the context uh, is much, 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 much uh, more serious than a lot of the discussion yesterday. Given and I understand the nature of it because uh, Ashling is 17 and she's been diagnosed with a very rare form of cancer. And uh, as she said herself, the word incurable has been used uh, to her. And uh, she's on the line now, as is as is her mother, Verena. Ashling, um, what 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 part of the day, if not all of it, hopefully, but I understand, what part of the day gives you most joy? Um, it's it's a hard one to pinpoint, but definitely my my mom and my sister. More okay. importantly, my sister. Yeah. Um, like, cause I nothing makes me happier than seeing her happy. Because as a big sister, I have such an effect on her. Yeah. What age? Um, what age your sister? My sister is uh, eleven. Oh, okay. So she adores her big sister. <laughs> Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> but she's not. She's not robbing her clothes yet. You know, you know, oh, when, you know when oh, sisters are always. No, she does. She finds a way. Oh, Everything does she really? Of mine is uh, oversized on her. Okay. <laughs> and what do you do together? Um, we like would have uh, nights in, do a face mask. Brilliant. Um, like we might go to the cinema or pennies sometimes. Yeah. Um, or even just sitting in the room together and yeah. having the telly on and having like the girl chats. Yeah, brilliant. What's her What's her first name? Her name is Quiva. Quiva. Ashling Quiva and Verena. Yeah. Uh, a magnificent uh, trinity, the the three of you. And what part of the day gives you most worry? Um. I, I think all of, like, every second of the day, I am always worrying. It's it's always there. Like, that, that um, rarely leaves. That rarely goes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um... And what, what, do, what do you say? Um, is Keeve in school now? Um, she's actually not in school. Oh, okay. Uh, Today, I, I understand, but, um, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, do you, what, what would you say to Kiva? Um, just just I, keep, just keep being Kiva and stop robbing my clothes. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You've got it in one. Yeah. No, I just, I, I adore her so much. Like, she has no clue how much she means to me. Yeah. Like, she gives me no sympathy whatsoever. Yeah. And I actually think that's <laughs> the thing I love most about her. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that incredible? Isn't that incredible? 
And you were you were very young at seventeen to be talking about. I, you know, you mentioned earlier about a house and children, and that's yeah, yeah. For me, that's that's my next step in life. Like yeah, and um, for everybody else that's my age, their next step is college or leaving cert or travel. Just getting, or, yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I, my priorities have completely flipped, and mm. I. I only care about family and friends and they're my main goals. Yeah. So, by the way, I heard a dog barking earlier. Did I yes, not? Yes, you not? probably did, yeah. yeah. Who was, who, who, what's his or her name? What's that dog's name? Um, we have, um, we, we had three dogs, but uh, unfortunately last night one of our bulldogs died. Oh, no. Um, yeah, it was ah, quite sad, but she, she had a really good life. Okay, and what age was the, the bulldog? Um, she was about six, I think. Yeah. Yeah, and um, we've also got uh, another bulldog, Callie. Callie, um, okay. She is probably the one who barks, wanting yeah, yeah. to get in and get some attention. Yeah, fair enough. And then lastly, we've got Cassie, which is a, she's a husky lab. A husky Labrador. Yeah. Wow, that's a cuddly dog. Yeah. And then, so and then, good. who who died last night? Um, Mona, the Mona. bulldog. Yeah. And did she die in the vet, or was she in the house? Um, no, she was actually in the house. Ah. She she passed on her chair, which was originally in the kitchen, used oh. by everybody, and yeah. she just took ownership of that chair. And that's where she passed. Yeah. Okay. What was that like for you, Ashley? Um, and Kiva and, and the yeah. three rollers club. Uh, it was quite upsetting because she she had a lot of uh, allergies and problems yeah. which caused her pain every day. Ah, so okay. it was happy and sad because yeah. we're going to yeah. miss her, but she's she's in a better place. Okay. And Callie and Cassie are now in charge. Yeah, they are. Okay. Um, have you anything planned apart from trying to get more treatment? Any any treatment that you're, as you say, you're willing to try at this stage? Have you? Can you plan anything else? Can you plan a holiday or a break or a concert or? Um, it's uh, like I want to be able to plan all these sort of things, but if I'm like, like I, I do have to keep in mind, yeah, you know, okay. what if like another tumour pops up and like will I be able to on the day like yeah, I, yeah. my energy is just like it's completely random sometimes I'll have energy and sometimes I just won't and I can't get the energy no matter what I do and your hobbies Ashling, your interests your your music your painting your reading whatever have sport um, I, I used to be um, like playing GAA three times a week and wow. um, now I've never like been like the, the sporty one of the family but like I, I did enjoy it and okay. I've always been artistic and I think I've found kind of I like the beauty and the nail art and clothes and I paint shoes as well oh brilliant brilliant yeah that's all the go now I'm told painting shoes <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And have you have you come up with some nice creations? Um, I have actually, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, I have, I have a good few things that I'm quite proud of. Well done. Favorite color? Uh, pink, obviously. <laughs> Favorite musician? Oh, anything that a girl raps, I do like it. I'm a very girls' girl. Okay, who's that? Beyonce and Rihanna. Um, I do like Rihanna, yeah. Rihanna, okay, yeah, Rihanna. Um, you know that you know that more re- most recent song by Rihanna, where Rihanna, where she, she, she's from the, isn't it from the movie? Wonder, yeah, Wakanda you, Forever. Yeah, what you? What is it? Uh, you lift me up. It's not. It's, it's not the Irish version. She has yeah. some incredible voice. She has oh, some incredible voice. Yeah. Uh, where she sings it, she begins by singing it. Um, a cappella without any without any uh, uh, music in the background. It's just the most mm-hmm. beautiful um, 
What's the word? Pure, pure. She's yeah. a very, very pure voice. And um, uh, reading, you, can you read? Can you concentrate? Um, I, like growing up, I used to love reading. Um, unfortunately, I grew out of it, but I tried to get back into it and I just couldn't because my eyes, I just, I. Yeah. Being yeah. on the medication, it really okay. affects my eyes. So. Favourite television programme or movie or. Um, oh my god! Sorry. Like whatever I can find that's left to watch. If I'm being honest, because I've <laughs> spent so much time indoors, I think I've gone through everything. Okay. Bad sisters. Have you seen Bad Sisters? Have you seen that one um, on Apple? No, oh, I, I don't actually. Yeah, think because I'm thinking that. of you and Kiva as good sisters yeah. and Verena as good sisters. You want to hear Rihanna just for a second because you you're so um you're just just to hear this voice is incredible. Yeah. What a gift! What a gift! I know, it's amazing. I'm just literally sitting here dancing. <laughs> no, I'm talking about you, Ashley. And oh. The, re- the reaction you're getting. Talk about Rihanna there saying, lift me up, keep me close, safe and sound. Uh, that's what you've done for a lot of people today. You've lifted them up. Um, Thank you. It's a, it's a remarkable achievement um, to do with your voice. And your voice alone and your words. Uh, stay with us. I'll go, I'll, uh, stay with us. Are you okay? Tired? Well, you're not too tired or you need a glass of... Uh, no, well, I'm... Okay. I'm... Well, well, sit, well, sit with your mum and then I'll, um, I'll, t- I'll talk to the two of you after this break. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Talk to Joe on 0818 We're talking to Verbena Thompson and her daughter uh, Ashling uh, in a very they're in a very difficult situation because um, Ashling has got a, a very very rare form of cancer and um, the diagnosis even though they're going to try everything and and uh, they will uh, with with great heart and energy um, the, the diagnosis is in Ashling's own words not. Not great, but she wanted to hear. She wanted to hear it, and she's asked the medics. Is um, are you still there, Ashling, or is it Verena on the Verena? On no, the I'm still here. You stay there. Okay, okay. Yeah. What do you want to say to your mum? Because she said you're brilliant. <laughs> um, it's honestly, diff- I, I don't even have the words for my mum. She's like my sister, like my best friend. Yeah. Um, like she's the reason that I think I'm so able to yeah. cope as I'm doing. Yeah. And can you see your your mom in pain and distress every now and again? I I can see it as much as she tries to hide it from me. Yeah. I I can see it. Yeah. Uh, remarkable, uh, remarkable. Um, Ash Ashling, you see, I'm I'm now worried that if I ask you more questions, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a fool of myself because you're being so honest. Um, so I'll, I'll just let um. I just had other people speak in the in the next in the next few minutes. Unless there's anything in particular you want to say, is there anything you were saying to yourself? If I don't say this on radio now, I'll be annoyed. To other young people, or to older people, or to doctors, or to parents who are uh, upset like your mother would be. To other people your age who've got difficult diagnosis medically. Um, the. The one thing that I'm so adamant on getting out there is just, um, like, is like early diagnosis is so important for anything. Yeah. Like, if you if you feel like you're not okay and there's something going on with you that's not really explainable, like, definitely go, like, yeah. go and get it checked and don't stop shouting until you get your yeah. answer. Because you were told you had a virus initially yeah. when you were 15. Is that right? Was that right on the age? Or yeah. maybe even younger. Oh, yeah. And what, what did you think? Well, how would you know? What what, what, what were the symptoms at that stage, Ashley? Um, at that stage, I was having terrible migraines constantly every day. My appetite was off. I was okay. like losing weight really fast, very pale. Um, and yeah. I was vomiting I just had loads of these like unexplainable symptoms okay. that everyone does go oh it's just it's just growing pains or yeah. we're part of your menstrual cycle um, yeah. and 
then I thought that I was just being over dramatic and lazy and because wow. I'd just been told it was a virus and I was like God yeah. like am I really this bad um, and what, were you so saying, what were you saying to yourself am I exaggerating yeah but you yeah but you know you I know it's, yeah. it's like it's what did that's you... the way you're kind of yeah. like told almost, by everybody around yeah. you like oh you're fine like and what did your pals think at that stage, your buddies? Yeah, um, I have to admit, uh, I did get very much a, you're fine, you look fine, there's nothing yeah. wrong with yeah. you, stop being so dramatic. Don't worry. Yeah. Yeah. You're only, yeah. You, yeah. You're only human. Yeah. But you've almost come across today as beyond human in terms of your wisdom for your age and your calmness and your 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 way with words and your ability to answer every question with with a, answer every question with an answer that's unexpected in in a very 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 uh wise way um i'll talk to you again before in the next few minutes amy if i can i just want to ask your mom a couple of questions Is that okay yeah, no, okay. yeah, I'll pass her on. Okay, then. have a little rest there. I know I'm biased, but isn't she absolutely so so endearingly beautiful? Keep talking, Verena. You won't say enough. No, she's just I couldn't be more proud of both of my girls. I really couldn't. They're amazing humans and they make being a mum the easiest thing in the world. Despite cancer coming into our home. It's it's honestly a joy and an ease to be their mother. Yeah. Absolute privilege well, for both of them. They really have, you know, because pain is inevitable in yeah. this life. Pain for everyone. Okay. It, whether whether people have cancer or not, whether they were just born to a family who didn't know how to show love, like everyone goes through trauma, the pain is inevitable. And through the pain there are lessons it'll teach us about ourselves it'll help us to grow it'll help us to become stronger mm. and that that's all that that's what life is it's it's not as why are we here as we think it's it's much simpler it's just be kind be true to your soul and live the best life you can while you have it Where's Ashley now? Is she still beside you? She's still beside me, yeah. Yeah. Creva has come in as well. She's 11, where where she's a great kid. um, She struggles a little bit as well, you know. It's it's tough on her. She's got to process everything. And she's seen her sister going for two huge surgeries. She has seen Ashley not being able to move. She's, you know, it's, it's been very traumatic for her as well. And we keep a... One rule in the house, there's literally one rule in the house, and that is be open, keep yeah. talking, and don't bury things. We, we, If we bury things, it means we're afraid of them. I'm like, don't bury anything. We talk about it, we face it, mm. and we get through it. You know, and they're, they, they're, they're, their ability to, to do that is, is phenomenal. And what are your own life influences, Verena? Um... Do you know something? I think um, the biggest thing, uh, the biggest influence I ever had is I did um, a social sciences degree with the Open University. I didn't really do it for education. I did it for, I wanted to achieve something for myself. After Quiva was born, I thought, okay, two kids. I was a hairdresser and I thought, it's now time, go big or go home, do what you want to do. And Mm. so I did and... It led me to amazing career opportunities. I absolutely loved my career. I loved the organisation I worked for. The people I worked for were amazing. You know, I, I couldn't have asked for a better career. Um, I woke up loving my life every day. Um, but it opened my mind. The education opened my mind. It wasn't like school. It really opened my mind to think freely for myself, to be true for my soul, to, yeah. to my soul, to be an individual thinker. You know, and mm-hmm. we have none of us have had easy lives. None of us, not even my children. One's only eleven, and yeah, I already look yeah. at her and say she's had a hard time. Yeah, but yeah. but we all look at all our kids because you know whether it's our kid who is close to their granddad and granddad died. That's traumatic. 
we need to be gentle with children and I would you know I'd be a, I'd be a huge pusher for um counseling services for every single yeah. child throughout their whole life so they have somewhere safe to say this is happening and I'm not okay with it um and who knows it could prevent the use for the need of any drug yeah. use for any mm-hmm. child out there um but they're all every child every adult we all have traumatic lives and we all need to be a little bit kinder to one another and just accept that we all have pain And I, I, I totally agree with you on the whole mental health uh, issue, but you, you've got the other challenge, which is the challenge that uh, Ashley has of the physical health uh, challenges. And the, Do you know what? The, she, she's a, she doesn't ask for much. Yeah. And even when she's in the hospital, they always say, OK, we've, I've overheard one nurse on the phone one day saying, we have a 17-year-old patient coming down um, and... I, I, whatever the response was on the phone and she said well I don't know she might need a little extra care and it was later on that evening when I had to leave Ashton I said you know what I said she'll be the easiest patient and yeah. it was the girl who was on the phone and she said we were just saying she asks for nothing I said and she won't she's such an easy patient you know she's mm. mannerly she's kind she's understanding yeah. and yeah she's uh, the last time she had her surgery that was October and I saw her in so much pain in the bed and my instinct was of the mama bear was what can I do right now? What's yeah, my role? What's my role? And I was looking for my baby who needed me but there was just this strong independent woman who knew exactly how to get through it. It was in her, the strength was in her and she didn't need me. She she knew she needed to do this by herself and she did and it was phenomenally inspiring to watch my own daughter be so brave and fearless. Eileen wants to speak on behalf of so many people. Eileen, good afternoon. Verena is there and I I presume, I hope Ashley can hear as well. Ashley is still here. Yeah. Uh, Eileen. Good afternoon, Joe. Thanks for taking the call. I'm absolutely overwhelmed by uh, that young girl, Ashley. She is such a brave, brave soul. Taking this on at this very clear but the line isn't unfortunately uh, stay, yeah. stay, stay uh, there if you can Verena and Ashling uh, back after this Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815 Joe Duffy Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815 Vivian is listening to uh, Ashling. Vivian good afternoon Good afternoon, Joe. Um, and well, thank you again for letting me on the show there. Okay, what would you like to say to Ashley? Oh, my God, Joe, Ashley. You are the most amazing, unbelievable in my life. I'm 76 years of age. And in all my life of experience, that young girl, yeah. her family, her mum, herself, her mum, the family, She's, no, she's amazing. She's, as her mum said, inspiring. 
yeah. is in the word. She's unbelievably positive. Her positivity, her feelings. She's so honest, and I hundred percent agree with her, ma'am. Speaking, talking, and doing what she's doing. You are the most amazing person, Ashling, isn't it? Ashling, yes. In my yeah. life, Ashling, and your mum there. You're the most amazing that I've ever, ever, and it's not only me, I'd say. It's mm. everybody listening to your show today, you Listening to that girl. She's, she's like something from heaven. And I'm, I don't mean that. Yeah. Yeah, I've never. Ashling, you should be so proud of yourself. Thank Your you. Your mum, don't thank me, darling. You are the one that's going to make it. You're so positive. You're so honest. I've never met I'm everybody. I'm not only me, I keep saying me. Yeah. I've never in my life heard the likes of this story. I'm just sitting you here with a big darling, smile brilliant. on You are? I'm just sitting here with a big smile on my well, face. But see that smile. I'm eight years cancer. And I'm 76. And see you. Yeah. You'll be talking at 76. And Vivian, you, you've, you've lots of things in common. Well, the other thing you have in common is um, you, you say you, you've taken cannabis oil as well. I do, Joe. Yes, I do. And what was your journey? You're still young. You're only 76. What was your journey? Well, I'm, what was you your journey? Me now, I was diagnosed in 2014 with breast cancer. Okay. And um, it was initially great, contained. Everything was marvellous until they went in and done the biopsy and everything went belly up. Okay. And um, anyhow, I couldn't. They started chemotherapy. I took very bad reaction to it. Okay. I had had blood transfusions. I had this pain, infections, and it wasn't working. So then I developed heart failure from chemotherapy. Okay. So the, I, I doubled everything then, and the pain was excruciating. The, my mind, I had myself dead because I saw my husband die of cancer. And I was told about this oil and I went on it and I'm eight years down the road Joe okay they say they don't know why I'm still walking and what difference does it make to you Vivian? my brain I'll tell okay. you my like that girl positive thinking I refuse to allow myself okay my brain to tell me I'm dying okay. I'm ill I refuse the oil calms me Okay. Everyone goes to bed at night, Joe, and when you're diagnosed with something like this, you're, when is my time? When am I going to happen? And that would, that's what kills you. Yeah, that worry. That, that oil anxiety. calms me. Okay. I, and I'm like herself. Darling, you are the, you're the most amazing person. Your mum there, and you can see it. Yeah. But you, but you, were, you were recommended cannabis oil by your doc, by your medic. No, I was, yeah. Yeah, okay. Say that, Vivian, I was uh, taken very bad. An oncology doctor came up one day and said, did you ever hear of cannabis oil? Okay. And 2014, that was. Okay. And I said, oh, not really, no. And he said, well, my advice is speak to your family. And I think you should try it. Okay, okay. And that's there, how I went. Stay there, Vivian. Vivian, Ashling, I, I, something that your mother said, that you never ask for anything. She said it about ten minutes ago. Is yeah. there is there any? But no, uh, is there anything you want? To, well, what can you ask for on a radio program before before we finish? Is there a favourite piece of music you'd like us to play with you? Um, I actually I love the song Hotel California. Okay. Yeah, because the the last lyric is, you can check out any time you like, but you can I'm... never leave. That's right. And what yeah. does what what does that mean to you, Ashley? Um, it's it's the cancer club. It's once you're once you're in it, <coughs> you you never truly like leave. 
Okay, okay. Well, we need we need we need to take a break, Ashling, and then you can uh, after the break. I'll talk to you um, before before we go into the sound. But I need to get this break out of the way. Back in a sec. Talk to Joe on 0818-715-815. Joe Duffy. Talk to Joe on 0818-715-815. Ashling, as your mom said, you don't ask for much. You just ask for a song, Hotel California by the Eagles. It's six and a half minutes long, Ash. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the phrase again that you that you want people to listen to is, you can check out... But you, can, you, can, you, you can check out any time you like, but you can never leave. And explain what that means to you. Um, it's it's basically, it's the cancer club. You, once you're in it, you never leave. And you you don't know that you're in it until you just know it. It just happens. Yeah, okay. Uh, you're remarkable. Remarkable, Ashley. Um, stay, stay with us. Stay with us. Stay with us. Yeah. Bye bye. And there was that line, Ashley. You can check out, but you can never leave. Um, um, by the way, your friends are contacting us to say there's a GoFundMe page. Um, Ashley, is that true? Yeah. You, there did, is. you didn't mention it. Your mother didn't mention it in your. But we will mention it in great detail uh, tomorrow when we put it up. It's it's what's what's the name on the GoFundMe page? Ashling sarcoma journey. Okay, Ashley sarcoma journey. Well, there's so many people holding your hand in this journey, Ashling, um, and uh, you're holding so many people up as well. You know that. You know that. You know that. Yeah. Uh, we, as I say, stay with us, and uh, we'll we'll talk soon. And anything you you feel you need that something like a radio program can help in its own small way, uh, we will uh, we will do it. it. The GoFundMe page, which, as I say, you did not mention, I did not know about, and ten seconds ago, and it's all the calls, is uh, Ashling's sarcoma journey. Yeah. yeah okay. Okay. Talk soon, Ash. Mind, mind yourself. You're a remarkable, remarkable person. And uh, the trio, and Callie, and Cassie, and Kiva, and Verena, or Verena, I think your mum is called, I see from the messages here, uh, yeah. by all our buddies, um, and lots of them, as you have. Um, uh, thanks indeed. That's Ashling back tomorrow, one forty-five. Today's uh, producer was Brenda Donahue, Liam Mullen on sound, and Shane Galvin. Shane Galvin's a BCO, and Ray Darcy is next. Thank you. Oh eight one eight seven one five eight one five stays open until three fifteen p.m. Or email Joe at rte.ie.